Oh, so you tuned in. Okay, thank you. I appreciate you. And welcome to an episode of I Just Called to Say. That's the reliving and truth-telling podcast where folks call in, confront, and set the record straight on stories that have stuck with them throughout time. I'm your host, Megan Pugh, joined by Colleen Rass. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at I Just Called to Say Podcast, and make sure you hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. Okay, I got a phone call to make, and y'all know I'm always running late. Sorry, my mom called. Oh, no, no rush. I mean, I was completely delayed. What's up? <laughs> this not much. I'm so committed to the content for this podcast that I was like, oh, since we're talking about driving on this episode, I'll sit in the car while Colleen and I record because, you know, anchor, hands-free. Get yourself in that car mood. I just go to say. Remember when I just go Thank you for that time. I just had to say. <laughs> what had happened was really. Um, so this episode is about driving. So <laughs> I feel like anytime I've ever gotten in the car with you, every mm-hmm. time I get in, you always like to give like a caveat. You'll be like, oh, and by the way, I hate driving. <laughs> or like, by the way, my driving. Here's what I explain to people. In my car, see something, say something. Never for a second think, I don't want to backseat drive. She's got it. I don't got it. I don't. Isn't that like the motto in New York City if you see crime on the subway? Yes. And another thing I also say is that it's a group project and that we all just need to be like alert. So there's no bad ideas and you can, I will never be annoyed if you say, if you think that something should be happening and it's not happening, I will never in my life resent someone for like helping me out with it because I'm so bad at it. I think I'm an amazing driver, but I found out most recently that my family thinks I'm like an okay driver. Who do you think is the best driver out of us, out of everyone? Good. And that. Really? Say what, Megan? Really? You think you better drive? Yeah. Did Courtney? Yeah. Girl, please. I know. Courtney, Courtney wins. So, I I think I'm like one of those where it's like, I think I'm really bomb at it, but really people are like hating me in the streets. (laughs) Like, I didn't know about the left lane until I was like a a senior in college and I was road tripping (laughs) down with a friend who was like, why are you in the left lane going under the speed limit? I was like. What are you talking about? See, you're the kind of person that I'm then hating. I'm behind mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get a lot of like ire uh, directed at me mm-hmm. when. What is the driving. most creative insult someone has ever said to you while driving, or the most creative you've said to someone while driving? So mostly when I'm driving, I'm I'm doing more of the apologizing. I'm just like shit, 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 shit. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. And then I'm like, maybe they like think I'm like having a bad day and like they're being very forgiving I mean I don't know I get flipped off a lot that's like all that's like the top of mind basic option but I will you're playing it very low-key yeah like then people feel bad if they get mad at you because then you're playing it so like sweet I always am just like smiling at them it's like <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable and like I know that they are just like this idiot who taught you how to drive and like ooh, ciao. 
who turned on the air conditioning? Cause I feel a vent coming on. I Just Called to Vent is your safe place segment to rant and rave about anyone or anything. And I promise you, Colleen and I won't judge you. Feel free to submit your vents to I Just Called to Say Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to have you on the show. My name is Michael Murray, AKA The Playlist. And I just called to say that Columbia drivers are trash. Um, they never were good. They never will be good, probably. Don't let it rain. Don't let it. Don't let the wind blow, bro. Don't let like this pollen, let alone the pollen in your windshield. Like it's a wrap. But um, it's awful out here. I, I literally, I work at USC every day. I go to work. It's an accident every day. There's, it's not been one day I didn't, I didn't drop past an accident all the time. But maybe one of our trailblazers here in good old Columbia, South Carolina. It's good old Mr. William Bradford Patterson. This man is by far the worst driver. Um, well, one of the worst. He's, I mean, he's gotten a little, he's got a daughter now, so I guess he's a little bit better. Maybe he's kind of sort of. He's got something to live for now, I guess. I don't know what you call it, but uh, this man has historically been just, uh, I mean, one of the most dangerous drivers I've ever met. Um, even back to high school uh, when we became seniors, you know, when you're a senior, you can drive off campus, get lunch, and everything. It was uh, many times I didn't know I would make it back to school. I didn't think that I would do it. I thought I would have to call my mom and be like, I love you, but I'm a diet teenager. This is it. Hello, that was a stop sign. I totally paused. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to tell a quick story of, I feel like he met his driving karma. Um, so really quick backstory. We, me and him had a best friend named Derek. And me and Will and Derek were like the three amigos. Like we did everything together. And uh, whenever we would go out, uh, they would play this prank on me because I, I was sauced up, you know what I'm saying? They was hating on me. So whenever we go somewhere, they, if we took Derek's car, they would try to hurry up and get to Derek's car and leave me stranded for like 10, 15 minutes. And then when I got my um, car, my beloved Mitsubishi Lancer, I still love that car. It was one of the best beginner cars ever. Even when I got my car, they would try to steal my car from me and leave me stranded again. So they was just some hating, just some haters. So it was one night I was driving. Will did something. I forgot how it happened, but I ended up jumping out of my car to chase Will down. And Derek, I believe, was in the back seat initially. Will got out of the car. I was running after him. Um, somehow, some way, I don't know what happened, but Derek, while I, me, I was chasing Will, Derek jumped out of the back seat, got in the, in the you know driver's seat, and was like, Will, I got the car. I got the car. Let's go. Let's go. Will makes it back to the car before me. And he goes to get in the passenger seat, but Derek thinks he's he's already in there. He thinks he's already in the car, but Will only has one foot in the car, bro. Derek sees me running up to the car and like floors it backwards in reverse, like floors it. All I see is Will's big ass underneath the car, yo. Underneath my little Lancer, this this motherfucker's underneath the car, and I just hear the most just blood curdling like scrape I've ever heard in my entire life. You just hear this man's skin. Scrape against the pavement, but he was so. I'm trying to paint this picture. He was between the door and the ground. If that makes sense, like the door, the passenger door was open, and he was between the door and the ground, just getting dragged by the car. And I'm looking at Will because <laughs> at this point, I thought my best friend died. I thought my best friend was gone. I just stopped running and looked at him. And me and Will had this eye contact, and if you could see Will's eyes, like he looked like he saw death, like he thought he was going away. He was scraped against the ground. And so once Derek realizes it's happened, he stops. He steps on the brakes. He's like, oh, shit. He just jumped up like in one fell swoop, just jumped up underneath the car from underneath the car and jumped in. And then he just, 
you could tell he was just pure, like shock in shock. He didn't know what was going on. I think he thought he was like in limbo somewhere. Like, what's the place between heaven and hell? And like Will from pure shock just jumps up, gets in the car. He's like, drive, 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 drive. <laughs> and they drive off. And I'm just sitting there like, yo, this motherfucker has got to be dead. Like he's got to be bleeding everywhere. I was still outside just staring like, what the fuck? Like, okay, so like I said, when it happened, I was running after him. I was in front of the car. And then it happened. I just stood still in front of the car. Like, yo, our best friend just died. Why are you still trying to do this prank? Like, what What are you doing? I don't even know how he got underneath the car, yo. He just popped up. <laughs> like, he was still, even though he almost just died, he was still dedicated to the mission of stealing my damn car. Even though he almost just went away. He was still that dedicated to steal my damn car. And that shit was the scariest moment of my childhood. I, yo, you know, I feel like he lost a shoe. He had to lose something. There's no way like he came out completely intact. I know his arm was gone. I thought he was going to have to get his arm amputated by the, at the least. Like, because his arm got all the work. Like, all the graphite rocks and snails in the ground. Once you come to Columbia and notice the bad driving, you have to. This has to be our staple. Um, this has to be our thing. To just be atrocious as drivers, and Will is still a bad driver. I mean, he's a little bit better sometimes. But my first accident out here was because a person just stopped in the middle of the inter- interstate, just stopped in the middle of two seventy seven. For no, to this day, I have no idea why this person slammed on their brakes. I hit him in the back. And they freaked out and jumped on the side of the interstate and drove off. And I never saw them again. That was my first car. Uh, no. Actually, I did hit and run one time. And then now that I'm happy that I can get this off my chest. She just called to say. I just called to say I did do a hit and run one time. However, I also don't know if this is real or this is a stress dream that I've had repeatedly. So, like. I don't know if this actually happened and my subconscious is holding on to it. And I just think that I have because I actually don't remember the time. I think it's like one of those things that maybe I've repressed. I don't understand. But like, if you ask me, like, I would say like, yes, I have. <laughs> oh, actually, I do remember exactly where it was. It was at that corner store in Charleston near Hampton Park, kind of catty corner to Park Cafe. Yes. I was backing up on New Year's Eve on my way to a party and I, I did it. I tapped a car and... I, and the Corollas, that's what you drive, right? The Camry, Camry, same diff. I tap the car and I'm like, okay, this is happening. And I get out and there are these men at the laundromat right next to the corner store. And they're all like, oh shit, you better get out fast. <laughs> and, I, and I did. I got out fast. I was like, okay. But I did see that there was Coming no damage. There was no damage onto the car, but I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, there was no damage. Like, yeah. But, like, I definitely hit it. <laughs> those so men, those like, men told you what to do. <laughs> and I just remember showing up at Anna's house and being like, I think I just, like, committed a crime. I'm not quite sure. Like, the statute of limitations has run out on this, thank God. But sometimes this is why I get stressed out about it because I'm like, what if something happened internally to their car that they, like, it couldn't start? <laughs> I think about it a lot. Oh, my God. Okay, so I just called to say one time I kind of did a hit and run as well. I lived on Calhoun Street, and I, for some reason, just did not feel like to walking to class on St. Philip Street. So I drove to class. Interesting. Yeah, so I drove to class, and I was like, oh, crap, I got a parallel park. And, you know, it's college campus. It's busy. People are walking by. They're watching. 
and I yeah. parallel parked and I tapped this car accidentally and people saw they were like oh, she tapped a car she tapped a car and I was like crap so I get out and there's like no scratch in the car so I pretend like I'm leaving the person a note oh god yep yep and I leave my phone number on it but I change one number and just go about my business I'm like you're like I kind of did it I'm like I just don't want these people to say anything because they're all looking at me as I'm like as this is all happening because you know I could have done one of two things I could have done that weird thing where like once you've taken more than three tries to parallel park your car you just drive away yeah you get very sweaty and you leave you're like no I'm not embarrassing myself especially you're outside like, of restaurants you're like I'm not walking in there <laughs> Beyond that, I'm just like, this, this isn't going to happen. Like, I just, like, I panic, and I'm like, it's a no. It's a no. Like, I just, like, I need to, like, clear the energy of that space Palms away from Palms are sweaty. My car. Armpits are sweaty. Mom's like, spaghetti. Everything is horrible. Like, truly. Yeah. You know, it's just moments like that where I'm like, you know, I just, I can't deal with it. People are watching, so I'm just trying to cover my ass. <laughs> mm. I, I, I get, like, just stressed out about the energy of what's going on. I'm like, okay. Okay. Sometimes I'll dig deep and be like, don't be a quitter. You got it. <laughs> but then uh, sometimes I'm just like, clear it, clear it, clear. But you feel like such a boss when you just like, skirt, 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 and you get it in there. Like, she's driving. Here she is. Just. But any other time, it's like Cher from Clueless. He just called to say. So I lied when. And she just called to say. So why would you do that? We just called to say. That really Hello? Hello? Oh, dope. Great. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much for just taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk to me. Yeah, no problem. I've been wanting to do an episode of my podcast that was podcaster to podcaster. And um, I came across y'all's podcast most recently. Uh, so I was like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah, real quick, um, the Who Taught You How to Drive, is that the lady who won the um, last year's Google Podcast. Uh, yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Were Were you the one who's saying that what the uh, your producer is in Philly? I, well, my co-host is in Philly. Oh, cool. Yeah, my sister is actually one of our producers. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, who taught you how to drive is like a really creative podcast name. Like when I came across it, I was like, stop, scroll back up. Um, and it's also like a very common phrase amongst like road ragers, and I know because I kind of have. I live in Charleston, South Carolina. So there's like a combination of like people from up north and then just like local South Carolina people. So it's just a combination of just like bad driving and traffic in general. <laughs> um, so insults get really creative. So I want to know what's the most creative insult you've ever said to a driver or a pedestrian? <laughs> um, you know, uh, so like the funny thing about this is someone recently, I think one of um one of our training team people just asked me, like, what do you do, you know, when, when you get, like, road rage? And I, I really couldn't even think of anything. I was like, what do I do? And my partner's like, you, you basically just screen questions at people. <laughs> like, and I'm like, <laughs> really? And, then I, and really? I was like, yeah, I'm like, that's exactly, you know, and that's exactly what the name is. Like, who taught you how to drive? Like, that's, I'm like, that's my ultimate question all the time. And like, why are you trying to kill me? Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like calling you like, you know, names or anything. I'm just like, what the hell, you know, like, what the hell made you, you yeah. know, do that right now? I was like, if um, I could be like traffic police, that would be like my ideal job, you know? 
Well, like a cross, I like traffic, <laughs> I was thinking like a crossing guard for a second. <laughs> no, definitely not a crossing guard. I mean, no, no offense to crossing guards. Like, they definitely, yes, they make the world go round. They definitely do. They're out there in the cold. It's it's this one crossing guard, like, near me, because I live near school. And he's just, like, so right to die. Like, he he makes sure them kids get there safe. And he waves to all the cars when they go by. He's about the job. Yeah, he, he don't play no games, so... Put some respect on his name. <laughs> I think the most creative insult that I can think to date that I've ever said in my car was, <laughs> I bet your car smells like booty cheddar. And I don't know. What? <laughs> Where it came from. Yeah. But the car definitely looked questionable. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. Oh. <laughs> okay. So introduce yourself for me and your podcast. Uh, so my name is Tezra Wilkins, and I am from Philadelphia. And I'm a photographer, a freelance photographer. I also um, do a lot of work with nonprofits, um, arts and cultural programs in the city. Uh, and my podcast was kind of born out of um, just because I was driving so much, you know, like I was like all around the city. I was doing like you know, photo gigs in Jersey or Delaware or wherever, you know, so I would, I would be on the road a lot, driving a lot. And I would just be like, why are people driving? Like, like who taught them how to drive? Like what, like seriously. And then like, when I would talk to people about it, they, they would start telling me like a question or they would still, they would start telling me about like a driving, like a crazy driving experience that they had um, just in life or, you know, or um, just that that idea of learning to get their license. It 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 had such nostalgia for them, and it was like such, yeah. a, such a memorable experience. Honestly, my parents gave me the keys to the car, and they were like, "Don't leave the neighborhood until you think you're ready for your test." And I had a next door neighbor that was kind enough to like reach out and be like, "Do you need help, Miss?" <laughs> That I was like, wow, like so many people are interested in talking about stories like this. And so many of us, and then I'm like, some some of them are just like hella funny. And then like, <laughs> also I'm like, we can relate to some of this stuff. Cause I'm like, I know where I'm from. We are like, uh, Philly is known for like the parking authority, you know, like ticketing people. They had a whole show mm-hmm. called, I, I can't remember the, I think, I think it was called Parking Wars. So they had like a whole show. <laughs> Dedicated. Probably came on TLC. Yeah, I, yeah, it was like one of those stations like that, and and they would just go I would around, watch it, and then people would, ju- <laughs> you know, you would see people like riding off with boots on their cars and stuff. So it was just like something that was like, you know, it was like yo, I would definitely watch that. <laughs> it was like so many interesting stories around me that people had that like had to do with getting around, and I was like, maybe we could talk about this stuff. I'm like, we're all on the road together. I'm like, as a driver, I personally hate bikers. I'm like, I'm sure bikers, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure bikers hate drivers, you know, like, and people who are on public transit, like, have the craziest stories, too. And it's like, you know, like, I know when I get on public transit, I'm just like, this is cra- This is why I drive in my car, like, so I could be by myself, you know? So it was like, I felt like we had so many stories that we could relate to. Um, and I just wanted to, like, talk to people about those things, you know, and, and, and see who told them how to drive and see if they thought that they were a bad driver or a good driver. Just ask them, like, silly questions, like, what was your dream car when you were young? 
girl or you know just things like that or have you ever like what's the most outrageous ticket that you've gotten and we actually asked people the question like what do you yell in a road rage like what's your go-to phrase so <laughs> what you said was like <laughs> awesome like that was like the first time I I think that might have been the craziest one. What is booty so cheddar? Someone might ask. You know, it, it, it varies. <laughs> I don't. It I varies. don't even want to know. I don't even want. It, <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> it varies. <laughs> oh no! But you're so right about the stories because I can completely relate. Because when I first got my permit at the age of 15, um, I failed the first test because I failed the eye exam. I couldn't even get past the <laughs> eye exam. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was labeling, I was saying numbers and the lady was like, honey, those are all letters. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. Burst into tears. Cause my dad got me out of school early and I, I didn't pass it. And my dad was like, nah, you getting this permit today. <laughs> it's your birthday. So he drives me out to the country. Um, oh we go gosh. to like a random DMV that looked like it could have been like an old Chinese restaurant. And, um, and I, and I failed the test, the eye exam a second time, but the lady was so sweet. She was like, I'm going to let you take it, but you're going to need glasses before you (laughs) get on the road. (laughs) Did you not wear glasses before that? I didn't wear glasses before that. That's why I knew I needed glasses. And like, I'm a ride or die glasses person now. (laughs) That's crazy. So everybody in my family already thought I was a questionable driver off the bat. Which is like mad disrespectful of my family because my dad is a my dad's a commercial driver. Like he drives charter buses for like over decades. Yeah. My oldest sister started driving when she was eight years old. Right. So it's just like and all my sisters know how to drive stick. So they were like, oh, Megan's just like mad questionable. But then <laughs> one time I saved my mom's life. And we were coming down the Ravenel Bridge or the Cooper River Bridge in Charleston. And we were coming down it and the brakes of my mom's Volvo gave out. And I, we were going like 60 down the bridge and it was like mad five o'clock traffic. And I saw this episode on Oprah where this girl was like, I was speeding down a bunch of cars. And I just realized if I bumped into the back of one, we were going to be done. She was like, so I shoved my way into in between the lanes to be in between two cars and it slowed us down. So I did exactly that. Thanks to Oprah. And I saved my mom's life <laughs> and I redeemed myself in the family as far as my driving is concerned. That is hilarious. I'm so mad that you referenced Oprah. How old were you watching? (laughs) Yo, I used to get out of middle school just in time. I was like, Oprah is on. (laughs) Yes, that is crazy. That's hilarious. Yeah, and definitely. And then, like, also just the thought of, like, you know, like, when you see people enraged, like, they're just, like, cursing at people. They're doing, like, ridiculous things. It's, like, cutting you off, doing all this type of stuff. It's, like, they wouldn't do that to you if they weren't inside their car. Like, if y'all were standing, like, next to each each other on a corner, people wouldn't be responding to you in that way. So it's just, like... You know, they have this, like, shroud of anonymity because they're in a car, and then you feel like you could just (laughs) be this just, like, like, thug. (laughs) You're, like, this road thug sometimes, and it's, like, you know, like, I kind of wanted to explore, like, you know, that, like, that behavior and these habits and, like, what, like, these things do to us on the road that, like, make us these different people, kind of, you know? I had this episode on my podcast called I Just Called to Say I'm a Hater, so... Mm-hmm. No lie, I just called to say when I found y'all's podcast and y'all were uh, a PRX uh, candidate, I was hated. I was like, oh man, what? I'm so jealous. I need to know more. <laughs>
So I don't know if you remember a while back, I applied for this Google Accelerator program. Google Podcast was looking for up and coming podcasters. And so I applied for this and I did not get it. (laughs) So obviously me being like the hater, shady, I need to know kind of person, I was like, well, then who did? Oh, why are you hating? No, and when I say when I say I'm hating, it's usually nah, like a, I'm rooting you on. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? But like also, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like yes, no, but I was happy because I wanted to see. I was like, I'm curious to see um who the people they chose were. And so I was looking scrolling down the list, and y'all's podcast name stood out to me. And so through that is when I started listening to y'all. So yeah, so I was like, oh, this is this is actually good stuff. Like I actually really like it. And it's just funny because I listened to all my podcasts in the car. So I was like, oh, this is content. Yeah, you listen to our uh, podcast while you're driving. Yes, and that's when I DM'd you because I was like literally listening to it at that moment when that girl was talking about riding her bike. And I used <laughs> to try and like, back in the day, I used to think it would be cool to live in like a beach town like Charleston and ride a beach cruiser in the streets and go to the market. And I was like, that doesn't exist. You can't keep up with traffic in this. The bag's <laughs> not working. Like, yeah, it's it's always funny to me, like the stuff that people like choose to, you know, like that they identify with or that relates to them. And people walk up and they may say, like, you know, like y'all really related to that episode with so and so, or that person was so crazy. Like this story, you know, about her grandma riding over her toe was like so ridiculous and crazy. <laughs> or somebody actually told me that. Um, <laughs> Someone, um, they listened to the episode um, where, like, it was like a drug situation that happened, and they were like, I have a similar drug situation that happened in the car, <laughs> you know, and it was just like, wow. <laughs> like, and, and I'm like, I would have never thought that this person would have said that. But, you know, just, you never know the power of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's, it's like interesting the stuff that people relate to or when they say that, you know, things are funny because, you know, those are the things that I want people to relate to, like the humor. Um, and, you know, like I want people to learn stuff, you know, me sitting and sitting down talking to a biker like and trying to figure out like what <laughs> like what goes on in their heads you know is enlightening for me because now I have like a different respect for bikers when I'm driving you know it's like looking at them in a different way now you know so and that's that's kind of like what I want people to get like I want them to have fun and then I want to like you know talk about serious things sometimes but you know like I want us to all be able to relate you know, or feel validated through someone else's experience. Like maybe you, you're yeah. a person that doesn't have road rage, and to hear somebody, what, what was your phrase? Again? Ooh, bless Chatter, their heart. Cheddar butt? Is that what you called it? <laughs> booty <laughs> cheddar. Booty cheddar. Like when you hear somebody saying it, you're like, I wish I could say that to somebody. You know, like <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, the millennial in me has to say it, but I'm like, it's you're like essentially like a meme. Like it's just hashtag relatable. I'm just, I'm hating and I'm listening. I'm subscribed. Yeah. So I'm, in it to <laughs> so I'm, I'm here for the show for real. <laughs> I appreciate so, that. You know, we, we yes. definitely appreciate um, anybody who listens. Um, and where can people listen? They can listen on iTunes. They can listen on Spotify. They can listen on, uh, of course, Google Podcasts. Um, yes. <laughs> plug it. Yes, plug yes, it, yes. It. Um, yep. And, and any other apps, too. Like, we're, you know, we're on Podbean. So if you have that app, you know, a lot of people have different apps for their podcasts that they like. 
Um, I believe we're on most of them. So, so we're definitely on nice. all the big ones. Um, subscribe to us. Um, email us. You know, we want to know who you are, who our listeners are. Um, we want to like, we want to interview people that you might be interested in hearing stories from. We want, you know, like so. We want to do partnerships with other podcasters like you. So yeah, you know, um, we want people to. And get when in y'all touch. blow up and start doing, <laughs> I mean, when y'all blow up and start doing live tapings of your podcast, yes. don't forget. <laughs> yeah, I was get me in there. I want to see. Um, <laughs> I want to be able to see. <laughs> um, of course. South Carolinians are the worst rubberneckers. Like, there could be an mm. accident already pulled over and cleaned up, and South Carolinians are just looking at nothing. They need to know. They need to know. So nosy. So nosy. It's like your nosy neighbor who's, like, over 60 years old. She, like, mm-hmm. casually checks your mail, even though she knows it's illegal, but she has, like, excuses as to why it's not when she does it. Well, she's like, I saw that. You hadn't gotten it yet, so I went and checked it. <laughs> okay. And, and it's like, just like day two of like not checking the mail. Yeah, you're like, no, it's okay. okay I got it. And she's like, okay, just just looking out. That lady. Mm-hmm. Clara. Mm-hmm. That's her name. Mm-hmm. It's time for commentary. A modern day woman's commentary on classic Dear Abby submissions. Commentary. Dear Abby, my problem is my husband's driving. Whenever another motorist breaks one of the highway courtesy rules and cuts in front of my husband or passes when another car is coming in the opposite direction, my husband has to get back at him. He'll pull up real close to him or he'll immediately pass him to let him know that he's not going to let him get away with anything. Sometimes he doesn't like the way the truck driver is driving, so he'll start playing games with him. I get scared half to death and beg him not to take such foolish chances but he insists that he's going to teach them a lesson. We've had several minor scrapes and a few close calls, but nothing really serious yet. He argues that he's a safe driver, but to me, this is not safe. What's the matter with this 33-year-old baby? How can I make him realize that this kind of driving is not safe? Sincerely worried in Oregon. Please hold for commentary. Okay, so... I had a different impression of this couple until I got to the very end and it was discovered that they are living in Oregon. Um, There's a lot of rednecks in Oregon, more than you might expect. I know we have like Portland that's very hippy-dippy, but like inland Oregon can be like a little scary. I went on a road trip there one time and there were like a lot more Confederate flags than I expected. And I think... um, it's not to say that Oregon is not a liberal or accepting place, but it was less liberal than I had the impression that it was. So this guy is kind of a piece of work. He, he is the woat. Um, and unfortunately, he's a product of a lot of the way that society has taught us that men have to be. And he has learned something very simple like driving, but he takes great pride in being, quote, good at it because he needs things to build himself up, which is really pathetic. Uh, But we all do it. So, like, there are weird things that I think I am super good at. One thing is going to the restroom really quickly. Like, I don't know why, but I think I'm, like, so good at it. Um, 
and I can sleep anywhere. So like, I'm like a really great sleeper and shitter. Is this something that I feel the need to like confront others with? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I am feeling so insecure that I do need to brag about these things. But does it ever put me at mortal risk? No. So I think that's where he's like maybe taking it a little bit too far. Um, especially with like you in the car and the fact that other people on the road are having to put up with his like insecurity being a danger to them. I'm like really sad that this woman's married to him. Sounds like a really long life that she's got ahead of her. Um, hmm. And like, what do what do you do? What do you do with this kind of situation? Um, hmm. I sometimes find that when people are acting this way, it's easy to kind of like get at what they're trying to achieve by just asking them what their expectations are. So like maybe just ask your husband, like, what expectations do you have of other drivers on the road? And I would imagine that this guy's going to come back with like a lot of like, they need to do all these perfect things. Great. Like, and, and you, and you believe that you uphold your end of the bargain and you do the same, like, right. You know, we're treating other people like we want to be treated. So we're assuming that he is expecting the same thing of others that he does himself. Great. And you never make any mistakes. Well, no, he's probably going to start giving you like little caveats and like, okay, well, what about we just assume that when people make mistakes on the road, that maybe that's like their, you know, 10% of errors that they make on the road in their lifetime and that you just happen to be privy to it. So you're going to be cool about it. To bring it back to my bathroom example, I think I'm really good at going really quickly. And sometimes when you're in the bathroom, you might witness someone that you work with or a friend in kind of an uncomfortable situation. Things might not smell great. You might hear something that you don't want to hear. But I just kind of have, I do this thing in my head where I just kind of say, I'm going to do the kindness of just not addressing this, forgetting it ever happened. Because I'm going to assume that 99.9% of the time you're in the bathroom, these things don't happen. And I just happen to be privy to like when it does. So maybe try and approach it to your husband like that. Um... Who is he as a person? Like, I would assume that his name is something horrible, like Jaslyn. Like, it's like Jason plus, like, Justifer or something, like, horrible. He drinks a lot of monster energy drinks, the coffee ones. He drives a Dodge Ram. Um, He's not, like, a huge trumper. Like, he's not, like, as mag as you might think. But, like, if he gets a little drunk, he's going to, like slip a few slurs in there and uh yeah that's uh who this is and let's see what abby has to say please hold for more commentary okay so dear abby says dear worried part of my definition for maturity is the ability to bear an injustice without wanting to get even your husband isn't mature just keep on nagging him to let the other guy have the road unless he's trying to beat him into the ceremony and take you with him Okay, like nagging's an interesting approach. So how old were you when you got your license? I was a late bloomer. I was like 17. Okay. It's like, yeah, my mom and I like would carpool and it like was a cash thing. Yeah, it's totally cool. Just keep your voice down. My roommates are sleeping. You mean your parents? Yeah, same thing. How about you? I was 15 when I got my license. 15 and a half, because that was, like, the rule, right? It was, like, right before mm-hmm. I turned 16, actually. Right. 
Um, yeah, and actually I had to apply for it twice because the second time I messed up parallel parking. Oof. Yeah, it was embarrassing. I cried. I was like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, you can. <laughs> like, yeah, the car was on the curb, sweetie. Isn't there somebody else I can talk to, a supervisor or something? I mean, it can't be the absolute and final word in driver's licenses. Girlie, as far as you're concerned, I'm the messiah of the DMV. Now get out of the car. Um, I actually passed first time. I was the only one of my siblings to do that, so. Good for you. Yeah, pretty ironic, considering where I ended up. <laughs> but also I found out that North Carolinians don't have to parallel park on their driving tests. What? That's amazing. Right? I'm like, wait, do people just valet everywhere there? Is that why? Yeah, like, what the heck? That's amazing. Like, I was honestly just, like, very, like, flabbergasted when I found out. I was like, so are you guys good drivers or bad drivers? Like, does that affect the quality of drivers in North Carolina? But North Carolinians seem like very good drivers now that I say this out loud. I think, so I have a theory that, like, you know those, like, really Facebookable memes that you see? And people are like, the the weather here is crazy or like drivers in South Carolina be like, and I'm like there has to be that for every state has to be like like there are there are two or three things that I know that South Carolina is the worst at and because it's like nationally ranked like education like I know they have bad education touche yep facts what don't else? see any sassy memes about that what crime we've got to be hiring for that right not too bad. Not as high as a lot of other places. Okay, I knew Charleston for a moment was, like, very highly ranked. But that was, like, before we came That's to like, Charleston for, college, for, like, after college. Yeah, college. and I think it's also, like, more, like, North Charleston, Somerville. So I don't know if it, mm-hmm. it like, stands up in national rankings. Um, obesity, Orangeburg is in the top five cities mm. of obesity. I believe it. I mean, only at Lizard's Thicket can you go there and, like, fried anything. Macaroni is considered a vegetable. Yeah. Yes. And, like, the green beans are just stewed in butter. But they're so good. So good. So, like, the wide, <laughs> flat ones. Yep. Mm-hmm. What is that, like, French cut style? Is that what that is? Yes. I just called to say thank you for tuning into the show. Now, I just called to say, do me a little favor. Make sure you subscribe if you already haven't or tell someone else to subscribe. And then leave us a review. Just a cute little review. Nothing big. And, you know, keep up with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, slide into the DMs. Maybe you've got something you want to rant, rave, and vent about. Feel free to do that via the Anchor app. You can also listen to the podcast via the Anchor FM app. Until next Wednesday when we drop a new episode. Beep, beep, 